Twitter has a space for every part of life. Political sections, sports sections, entertainment sections, so on and so forth. It might surprise you to know that UMass Twitter has its own small but extremely passionate section of Twitter and the internet, especially when it comes to UMass athletics. Eli Slovin is not the largest name in UMass Twitter, but he is absolutely heard. I talked with Eli about his Twitter fame, and more importantly, what UMass means to him and why he loves the school and their athletics. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally from Amherst. My dad grew up in Amherst, went to UMass, stuck around. I grew up in the same house he grew up in. And- so just UMass fan, born and bred. Oh, day one, dude. I, I've been going to games since I was like, well, probably my whole life. I can remember as early as three years old, but probably my whole life. Yeah, it was kind of weird because a couple months ago on Twitter when you were talking about deciding which college to go to and UMass versus Penn State, and it was kind of off-putting that you weren't immediately going to UMass. I mean, I, you want to hear about that? I can yeah, yeah, you. yeah. Okay. So I'd be happy to get out of my comfort zone, right? Like that that's a big thing. But then I really started to think about it. I was like, I have an extremely unique opportunity at UMass. Like I did the, the radio thing at the last basketball game for you guys and I just I never would have done that right in high school while I was at Penn State right and so I'm thinking to myself hey I went I saw these schools I saw these towns that you know totally live and breathe the school and I know that that's not where Western Mass is at right now and certainly not where Amherst is at and being a kid from Amherst who I would say I had some influence on my high school I don't really want to sound cocky or anything but I People listen to me when I said stuff. I learned that very quickly. Um, and so I definitely want to try and find a way to to have a UMass flag at every store downtown on Saturdays, to get the hotels having UMass flags, to just – if I could in the next four years be even 50% of the way to where State College is in terms of UMass, the UMass area being, you know, enthralled in UMass – that, then that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like that, whether or not I went to UMass, I was always going to love the school. I always will love the school. I just want people to love it as much as I do. And granted that might not be the case, but we, you know, we're in a community where we value education and we have a, a one of the best schools in the world, not only at UMass, but you know, Amherst college is top tier school. Like we're talking probably top 10 in the world. Right. And so if we could find a way to just embrace those two communities and especially UMass athletics, right? Like I said, it, we're entering the Renaissance here. Hockey team got cut short. I think they could have made it to the frozen four again. Basketball team definitely poised to make a run. They 10 last year, football team, obviously we got a few years, but I feel like, you know, with coach Walt Bell in there and obviously no one wants the season to get canceled to have that extra time for these guys to get ahead at UMass for, for football, it it can't hurt. Right. I mean, to be able to get stronger and bigger and, and, you know, they're a young team having a a built in red shirt year might not be the worst thing. Right. So I think that team is definitely on the rise of the cross team, everything about UMass athletics, I think is headed in the right direction. And really what I feel like I want to do and what I can do is try and bridge the gap between the Amherst community and the UMass community and just get people to embrace UMass like they do in Syracuse with Syracuse, like they do in State College with Penn State. I think that that ultimately is something that, and I, obviously, I, you know, Eisenberg School of Management is a great school. That's where I'm going. I think it's, you know, definitely 
a strong move and it might have even been the best business school of all the schools I applied to. But, you know, being able to have an opportunity to try and grow the UMass brand per se is something that was really exciting for me. I mean, I, dude, I was on the news yesterday <laughs> on the first day of school. Like, if I'm in Penn State, I'm not going on the news. And honestly, how I ended up on the news, I don't really know. I blame Twitter. I'm I, not blamed. Yeah, I'm happy to do it. But there, I just have all these unique opportunities that I wouldn't have anywhere else. So ultimately, that's what led me to choosing UMass. Twitter is very much where you've kind of made a name for yourself. When you started out, was were you just, you know, some high school kid like tweeting or was, you know, when did you kind of make that like mindset like, oh, this is, I am going to be Mr. UMass Twitter, you know, How, how'd that come out? Well, Mr. UMass Twitter's critic stage. Let me that, that's right. fair. That's fair. Mr. Mr. UMass Twitter Jr. Yeah. Okay. So I was always saying, mom, can I get a Twitter? Can I get a Twitter? Because I was always reading the UMass Hoops message board you know, outside looking in, I ultimately made an account for that. She was always like, no, no, you don't need a Twitter. You have Instagram. You, no, you don't need Twitter. So Monday, January 25th, 2016, I think. Yeah. I got hockey practice at the Mass Mutual Center, going down the ice, doing a drill, collide with this kid that's probably like four foot seven, right? My hand goes straight into his helmet and he goes down and I finish the drill. And once I finish the drill, I'm like, damn, my wrist kind of hurts. I look down, I'm like, oh my God, my arm is just like, this hand was over here. I ended up with a fractured dislocation of my right wrist. So I looked down like, coach, I think I broke my wrist. Obviously there were some expletives mixed in, you you know, I was freaking out a little bit, but my dad comes running down. It was the one practice my dad actually stayed for to watch. He's like, what's going on? And my dad's a basketball guy. He never played hockey. He doesn't know how to skate. And so he's freaking out, hops over like the, the bleachers or whatever. comes in the locker room. I got ice on him. You know, kind of loopy. Got four dads just untying my skates, just throwing it in the bag. And we were right by Bay State. So we go into Bay State. I set my wrist. I got all the people calling me while I'm in the hospital. Um, and then the next day, I'm like, Mom, you know, I'm not going to be in school this week. Broke my wrist. Uh, can I get a Twitter? <laughs> and she, so she was like, you know what? And I'm like, you didn't let me get any painkillers. You know, I'm just taking some Advil. I'm in a lot. Of, can I just get a Twitter? <laughs> and she's like, Fine. But yeah. You didn't okay. ask for a bit. You didn't ask for a seventy dollars video game. You just said, "Can I get a Twitter account?" Yeah, I I got my PS4 sitting right here. I use it for movies. I can't figure out how to play video games to save my life. But she's like, "Yeah." So I go on, and my first tweet I send, I sent it. I tagged Bamford, and I was like, "Hey, are there any plans to update McGurk or the baseball stadium? Blah blah blah. You know what's what's the deal?" And like five minutes later, he responds. He's like, uh, we got stuff in the works for McGuirk, but no plans for baseball right now. And all of a sudden, all these people with these UMass-related names, I think Mike Traney or Traiani, I don't know how to say it. Shout out to him. But he followed me and all these other people started following me. And I'm like, damn, this is, you know, there's actually a community here. What's going on? I was just kind of, you know, taken aback because my whole life, I had always been the biggest UMass fan I had known, right? And all of a sudden, I'm seeing on Twitter that, there's people that love it as much as I do. So that was just crazy. And so, but so I started going at it and then 
I don't really know how it just kind of, it just kind of went from there. I mean, probably biggest funny moment was sitting in rafters, RIP rafters. It's the summer after sophomore year, after a mantle baseball game, I think probably, I don't know, like nine o'clock. We, us in the mills who my best friend JB Mills played baseball, we'd usually shut that place down. And so we're in there and, UMass had just – the hockey team had just gotten uh, Kale McCarr and Ferraro to sign or something like that. Or, no, he had just gotten drafted. Kale had just gotten drafted, and Mario had just gotten drafted. And so sitting at the other table is the whole hockey staff, right? And so Coach Mills, which is JB's dad, he had known Coach Carvel from, you know, when he was at Amherst College uh, in the 90s or something like that. And uh, as the hockey coaches are getting up to leave – my dad's like, hey, coach, you know, great job with the draft picks. And he comes over. This is after they had a horrible year, right? So I, I've, obviously Coach Harville would do this now. He's the man. And I've gotten to know him over the course of the last few years. But uh, comes over and he's shaking everyone's hand and we're all introducing ourselves. I'm like, hey, Eli Slovin, how you doing, coach? He's like, whoa, wait, you're Eli Slovin? I thought you were some 40-year-old sitting behind a keyboard at a computer. Wait, what? And I'm like, Nope, that's me. I am the one from Twitter. Uh, and so he was like, what is going on? And so I had never really revealed my age until I think I like met Curry Hicks Sage at, uh, you know, the Georgia game at the Maroon Pant game was when people started to realize like, what, this kid's in high school? What is going on? So that, you know, it, I don't really know how it kind of, I, I wouldn't say it blew up. I only have like 800 followers, but when the hockey team went to the Frozen Four, I would tweet stuff after every win about, you know, whatever record they broke. And those tweets would always get some impressions, yeah. So people would start following me there and start tweeting about the Red Sox a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I have it's, – it just kind of happened. I, I don't know. I always say I broke my wrist, got a Twitter, and then got this jacket and became an addict. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, especially compared to a lot of the other big UMass Twitter alums, you're 20 to 30 years younger. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm probably the youngest one that actually is involved regularly. Is it weird knowing that people know you from Twitter? Or, you know, like if you go to a hockey game or a basketball game, you just kind of, you know, if you're talking to the people next to you, you're like, wait, are you like, you know, they'll, they, they might recognize you or know you. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, I, the weird part is seeing what a diverse group of people are on Twitter, right? Like, a lot of people know me because I've been going to games forever, right? Like, in our section and stuff like that. But, you know, just meeting the randos, you know, have a fake Twitter name or whatever, because uh, I have my real name, it's definitely – you know, I'm a little bit taken aback when I go and I'm, someone's like, hey, wait, you're the kid from Twitter. And it's, it's classic because Colton Mitchell, who just started his YouTube channel, is blowing up in Florida. He had like, you know, people just recognizing him. And I was like, wait, that's happened to me. And I only have 800 followers on Twitter. What is what made me realize there's actually a community of people that pay attention, right? I was at the hair salon one time and the hair salon where I need to go back to it. It's getting a little long. I don't go to the barber. I go to a salon. Shout out Sheila at Hair by Harlow. 
does a great job I'm in line and I'm paying and they're like, all right, have a good one, Eli. And I turn around and this lady who's like, has her daughter there. She's like, wait, are you Eli Sloman? And I'm like, uh, yeah. And I always play it off as if I know the person. I'm like, hey, good to see you. How are you doing? I don't know any of these people's names, right? And so she's like, hey, you're from Twitter. I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know? If winter sports do happen and UMass allows fans into the Mullen Center, you can bet big that Eli will be there. Who knows what Amherst will look like in four years. But if half the storefronts have UMass flags, you'll know exactly who is responsible. I'm Jesse Kolodkin for WMA News. Thanks for listening.